So the question people are asking today, are the Republicans doomed, particularly after the latest poll numbers from the Wall Street Journal and uh, NBC? One of the people who has been tweeting about it uh, so much in a panic that his hands were sweaty and he had to frequently call for rehab is the Weekly Standard's own Jay Cost. Jay, thanks much for your time. Oh, my pleasure, Michael. So are you still actually on the ledge or have you moved down just to the nearby open window? Well, I wouldn't say that I was ever on the ledge. I would just say I'm sort of um, like, um, you know, that movie with Michael Douglas where he's had enough and he's like the last man standing and right. just so angry he can't even see straight. Right. That's sort of where I'm coming from. My, you know, look, my attitude is is that if you're going to shut down the government, shut it down over something meaningful and go out and make your case. And the House Republicans, and, you know, Ted Cruz has gotten a lot of blame for this, but it wasn't Ted Cruz who was in charge of this shutdown by any stretch. It was the House Republicans. What did they shut the government down over? Obamacare, I suppose. But every day they come out with a different message that one day they're complaining about the National Mall. One day they're complaining about Barack Obama not talking to them. Another day they're complaining about Harry Reid's verbal gaffes. Another day they're talking about chain CPI reforms to end the shutdown. You know, if you're going to – shutting down the government is a big thing to do, and you better do it over a big thing. And and if you do it, then you have to make the case to the public and the House Republicans – this messaging failure has been epic. Epic messaging failure, says uh, Jay Costa, the Weekly Standard. So uh, I don't want to spend too much time on how we got here because I want to talk about the future, but we do need to do a bit of triage. How did we get here? Well, look, we got here because there's – I think that in the Congressional Republican caucus, uh, you know, I think there's two very large groups. So one group wants to, you know, to borrow a phrase from the Godfather, wants to go to the mattresses on Obamacare. And another group in the caucus doesn't want to go to the mattresses at all. And I think that what happened was the leadership split the difference by going to the mattresses, but not over Obamacare. I mean, look, I think that's pretty much what happened. Um, so let me, let me, know, let me, I, let me I interject think, here. Let me interject on behalf of uh, Tea Partiers everywhere. Obamacare sucks so bad that in 2010, Republicans won a massive victory. Uh, because we nominated the only nominee who had his own Obamacare system, we <laughs> lost the, <laughs> the election in 2012. Why right. wouldn't the House Republican, or not just the, the House, but the, the, the Republican team up on Capitol Hill get together six months ago, eight months ago, you're absolutely right, guys. Obamacare is a fight to have. This is a, you know, people don't like it. It's unpopular. And so, but... We're not going to do something crazy like try to defund it. We're going to do something smart like you know, a delay strategy, a, you know, peel off pieces of a strategy. And that way we can have a honed message on Obamacare while Obamacare is launching and failing. That's the right. job of the leaders. That's not the job of the individual fresh, freshman that, Tea Party or you know some guy who's been elected twice from Missouri or Colorado. It's not his job to step up and go, let me lead this party. And that's the vacuum into which Ted Cruz stepped, and then here we are today. I think I agree with you 110%. This is not a failure of the grassroots. It's not a failure of the backbenchers. This is a failure of leadership. But look, I, I would stretch this out more broadly, and I, I would point out, you know, the Republican Party has failed again and again on Obamacare. Mm -hmm. And on this, this, this failure on Obamacare, you know, people are not affected by the shutdown. 
they're going to be affected negatively by Obamacare, and yet they don't want to defund Obamacare if it means continuing the shutdown. What that tells me, and the polls back it up, is that most people do not expect to be harmed by Obamacare. They don't like it. They still don't like it, but they don't think their lives will be made worse off because of it. And that is the failure that Republicans have. have that's, that's on the Republicans. They, they have, you know, Obamacare was always unpopular, but Republicans never made the case that if you, for instance, you go out to the public and you say, if you vote for Democrats, and Mitt Romney failed to do this in November of last year, mm-hmm. a vote for Barack Obama is a vote to double your health care premium. Mm-hmm. A vote for Barack Obama is a vote to make sure that your grandmother doesn't have necessary medical care because he's cutting half a trillion for Medicaid, Medicare. A vote for Barack Obama is a vote to make sure, you know, vote to keep your son from getting some new life-saving technology because the medical device tax is going to kill innovation. And, and the House Republicans this time have duplicated that failure by not making the case to the public that Obamacare is going to make them worse off. The public doesn't believe that. Amazingly, still, even as the marketplace is just collapsing in on itself, even as letters are going uh, going out across the country to hundreds of thousands of people telling them their insurance rates are doubling, even as we get all of these economic reports about how Obamacare is holding back job growth, people still haven't connected the dots. And that's on the Republicans for not making the case. You're absolutely right, Jay Cost, and as I've pointed out many times, if you look down the barrel of a Republican gun, you'll see a Republican foot. But what's frustrating <laughs> is I can't figure out, you know, as a kind of basic math person, this this thing isn't working, it's not going to work, how I as a voter, as a, you know, talk radio listener or activist or whatever, how can I get the Republican leadership to move? And that's one reason why I think that despite the fact that you can see this, you know, defund plane flying straight into the aircraft carrier people are still standing by it because they feel like it's the only way i can express my frustration with the republican leadership well look i don't think there's anything that that the grassroots can do right now i mean right now you know look the grassroots has the leadership that it has um you know average voters have virtually no say in who becomes a leader in congress you know most of it based on seniority. Um, you know, and, and even in 2012, look, I mean, it was a failure of leadership. You know, Mitt Romney won the nomination by default because mm-hmm. all of the serious people decided not to run. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? If it's a choice between, you know, Rick Santorum, who managed to get 40% of the vote in Pennsylvania in 2006, right. or Mitt Romney, I mean, that's not really much of a choice at all. And that was the issue, is that there, there's a massive crisis of leadership in the Republican Party. Is Which is the really leaders frustrating. That we have I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. And people who do get it aren't willing to lead. Right. And, you know, if you, you think about what if Jim DeMint were inside leading instead of outside at the Heritage Foundation raising money? What if he were inside saying, look, here's the sensible way to move forward in the real political climate? Um, but what's frustrating me, Jay, is We've got this great group of Republican leaders that I can see, like uh, Governor Walker and like Governor Jindal and like Governor Christie and uh, others that are there that can take the message out. And they're not in the message because instead the message is evil, stupid Republicans shut down the government. Yeah, look, I mean, that's true. The, the next chance the Republicans have to rebrand itself really is, is not going to be until the twenty. 20- 
2016 presidential election and when hopefully one of these people will run. And, I mean, I think we should all, you know, look, a lot of them didn't run in 2012. You know, where was Mitch Daniels? Well, but then you know, there was personal years, Mitch, stuff. Mitch but, Daniels was talking about the great red menace right. uh, that was about to consume the country. And rather mm-hmm. than run for president, he took a job at Purdue University. Now, mm-hmm. how is that leadership? Yeah, but he also there were also personal issues there with his wife and stuff. So I didn't, you know. In the, well, in the look, ugly, I mean, come on, everybody's morning. got everybody's got something, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So um, let me ask you: from where we are right now, is there a path forward, or should the Republicans just simply say? Here, have whatever you want and run away and then wait for this to go away. Well, look, I think that I, I think in theory, I think you could you, there might be still an opportunity to go out and really, you know, run against Obamacare and really communicate to people mm-hmm. that it's going to make their life worse off. I mean, Lord knows the news right now certainly facilitates that exactly. message. Exactly. But but practically speaking, is the group of leaders in the House of Representatives and in the United States Senate, are they prepared to carry that message? No. You know, I mean, look, what are they meeting on uh, up at the White House today over? They're meeting over tax reform and chain CPI. Right. That's where their hearts are. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's part of the story here. I think that there was a group of the, – the grassroots was animated by Obamacare yep. in 2010 and elected all of these freshmen – but look, the leadership has been there for years, and I think while they don't like Obamacare, I don't think that they appreciate just how abhorrent the grassroots mm-hmm. finds it. And that's not, you know, I just don't think it's a hill they're willing to die on, so this I'm, leadership class. But so, but if, if the, so the president continues to say, just simply won't negotiate, period, what is the out for Republicans at that point? Well, look, if you're not prepared to make the if you're not prepared to fight, you know, and and like really fight and fight effectively and fight in a unified voice, then the sooner you capitulate, the better. I mean, if you're not prepared to fight, then don't fight. You know, if you're going to get into the ring, if it's 1990 and you're going to get into the ring with Mike Tyson, then you better bring it. And if you're not going to bring it, then don't get in the ring. And what's so sad is Barack Obama is no Mike Tyson, not even close. It's more like Rocky Six. Jay Cost with the Weekly Standard, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. My pleasure, Michael.